Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this is Learn to Kick Fear with Love. Take action. Learn how internet marketers, real estate investors, and other entrepreneurs are overcoming their fears and making it happen and being successful. You know she's got the 411. It's time to kick those fears to the curb with love right now. Right now. Right now. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? How's everybody doing? This is Lolita, a.k.a. Lo, and welcome to another episode uh, take action real estate investing, uh, learning to kick fear to the curb, learning how to get results in your real estate investing business. And really excited. We've got a few days. We're going to roll into, rolling right along 2015, rolling into February. Um, and have got a really special guest, Mr. Trevor Mock. Uh, I'm going to introduce him here very shortly. Um, and before I do, I definitely want to... Uh, encourage you guys to make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review uh, this podcast. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, that continues to allow uh, this show to get out to as many people as possible, and I love helping people and, and, and sharing um, as much information as I can about real estate investing and love the guests, other experts to come on and share what's working for them, how they've been eliminating fear and just doing very well in business and in life. So please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Also, really excited, uh, one of my students and past TAW Live members, Christia, closed her first deal today. I'm so excited. Uh, that was a deal from hell, <laughs> and I'll definitely have more details about that. I'm actually going to interview her, and we're going to talk about the details of that deal. But uh, definitely wanted to do a shout-out for her. And also wanted to remind you guys that the next TAW Live event, Take Action Wholesaling event, is going to be February 27th and 28th here in Irving, Te uh, Irving, Texas. Would absolutely love if you guys could come out. We have an absolutely fantastic time, and some of the past attendees have just moved on and closing deals and, and making really good money in the business. So would love to have you there, and I'll have more details in the description of this episode. But without any further delay, I believe we have Trevor on the line. But before I bring him on, just want to share a little bit about him. Trevor cut his teeth in real estate in college and through years of trial and error. He learned how to generate leads online effectively through inbound online marketing to the tune of 88,000 real estate-related leads and counting. He leads the Carrot Team and focuses on helping members 
get the results they want. And uh, by the way, for business, Trevor loves mount, uh, mountain biking, golfing, and spending most of his time with his beautiful wife and three young kids. And I'm very, very excited uh, that he decided to take some time to talk to us. And without any further delay, Trevor, welcome. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, it's it's awesome that we finally were able to hook up and make this happen. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You're very welcome. Um, I've been a fan of yours for a while. I've been following you for a while. And, uh, of course, I, I did invest in the Investor Carrot uh, website that has been bringing our business leads. And we'll talk a little bit more about that here uh, very soon. But one of the questions I wanted to ask you to get started is, you know, when did you get started in real estate and what was your motivation? No, that's that's an awesome question. Um, and I'm going to answer that. I'm going to reverse here one second and, and kind of go back <laughs> to the, the family the family thing really quick. Uh, sure. I really appreciate you being, I, and I just want to throw this out, I really appreciate you being flexible. And as entrepreneurs, as other people listening to this call, I've got a young family, um, you know, a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and, and, and now four Four month old, and they've all been sick this week, and I've taken time off this week to oh, hang with no. the family more. Yeah, and that's that, and that's part of that's part of why I became an entrepreneur is, is to get that freedom. You know, though it's, yeah. it's, it's it's to get the freedom. And um, if I was to answer, what is that one reason? It's the word freedom. And uh, I don't know if I'll have time to go into the, into this today, but I did a, a podcast um, actually with a gal that you know, Sharon last week on, on Entrepreneurial Mindset and about how your business can actually reduce your freedom. You know, it can actually trap you if you uh, build it the wrong way. So freedom was, was the yeah. thing for me. I didn't want to tie it down to a, a desk if I didn't have to be. I didn't want to um, have to ask my boss for vacation. I didn't want to have to say, take sick days if my family was sick. Um, I'd rather just have the freedom to do what I wanted to do in life. Absolutely, and I, you know what? I love that. I thank you for sharing that. It's important for people to realize that it's not really just about making the money. I mean, obviously it is because, you know, we have to support ourselves and support our families, but I do have to agree with you. That was one of my goals when I started this business eight years ago. Um, on the, the top of the list was to be able to have that freedom and flexibility to be available for my family, um, especially as they get older because I'm the only child and grandchild. And it's inevitable, uh, the older that we all get, that there's going to be more assistance and time needed. So, And I've been able to do that, and it's been such a blessing. So I, I totally can understand and relate. No, and, and that's the important thing, like I said, is um, probably not time to go into on this call, but there's a lot of ways that we can all be building our businesses. And I really encourage everyone on this call, yeah, the money part that's crazy, crazy important, especially at the start, because a lot of us, we had our backs against the wall. You know, we had to pay those bills. We had to pay the rent. We had to pay the power bill, whatever it is. That, that's always the first motivation for most people. It was for myself. I had to have some money to pay my bills. But then after that, once you have, have a little bit more money and you have some money that's extra, you know, over and above your bills and, and you get out of debt and things like that, um, then that's where the freedom part starts to kick in. Uh, as long as you're very intentional in growing your company that you want freedom to be a part of it. Because uh, you can be making as much money as you want and feel like you're locked in a jail cell with a company that you created around you. And I'm saying this from experience. Um, you, you can do that as well with all the money in the world. So you're, you're dead on low. Money's important. 
but for me, and I think, you, I think you as well, it's important to start to take care of your needs, and then after that you really focus on how does that money help you be more free. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Now, I do want to ask about, uh, um, I have a lot of listeners that still work full-time. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, when you left corporate America into being self-employed, did you have capital and maybe a mentor that you worked with? Yeah, so so I, I I guess that's one thing. I've never had a job. <laughs> I've been awesome. I've been I was talking I was talking with a buddy of mine uh, yesterday about this actually that uh so I've I've never had a real job. Um I went to college and directly out of college uh I, I challenged myself. I bought my first my first rental property when I was twenty one in college, uh as a wow. fullflex. And I didn't have any I I didn't have any capital. So that leads directly into your question. I'm gonna answer that here in a second how I bought that property. And I, I, I've always been a pretty driven person, but I've also, in the back of my mind, I, I kind of fight, um, and I still do, but not as much as I used to. I fight doubt. You know, we all have these doubts that creep in our mind, and, and these, you know, at that time, age was a big thing. I was thinking, man, I can't buy a property, you know, being this young, no one's going to take me seriously. I have other doubts yeah. now that creep in my mind that I try to get out of there, but yeah, I when I graduated college, um, had had the properties that I already owned. I wasn't making a full-time income by any means mm-hmm. from it. Uh, but I gave myself a year and said, all right, this is probably the time in my life when I'm going to have the least amount of risk to go out there and try to fail. Um, I just got married, had no kids, no real bills, and I gave myself a year to figure it out. And uh, that first year was tough. I went in debt, paid my taxes on my credit card, which I had no clue you could even do. Um, I don't suggest it. I do not suggest trying that. Um, but yeah, I, I figured out some things that had started to work for me. And with all of my companies, um, I've, I've what's called bootstrapped them. I've uh, I've sure. started with something very small, started to work up some working capital, save some money, use that money to start the next venture or buy the property. Um, and the way that I bought my first property, just to, to kind of tie this little part in a bow, is um, I got really crazy clear on what I wanted out of real estate. And for me... Um, I'm, I'm not a flipper. I flipped uh, wholesale one one property in my life, and it was a mini storage actually. Um, cool. That one kind of was by accident. Yeah, it was a total accident. And the other investments I've done have always been buy and hold. In this first property, I was really uh, struggling when I was educating myself online. I go, man, what kind of real estate am I looking to do? So, so though I was looking in the newspaper, I was looking for any type of property. I didn't know what I was looking for. Um, and then I finally got real, and I said, you know what? I want cash flow out of my business. I don't want to be flipping houses. That was for me. That was for me yeah. that it was working. And I went went out and said, okay, here's the exact property type that I want to buy. I want to buy a, a multi-unit, two to four units. Uh, the owner's probably going to have to be older um, because, you know, he's at that point they would have owned the property for a while potentially and have some equity, and they might want to exit the property, and they might want to carry the note and have a cash flow. So I got really, really, really clear in the exact type of property, exact type of seller, found some, and one person ended up accepting my offer and carrying the note back. Um, I brought in a small amount of private money from a family member, and I had 600 bucks of my own money in that deal. Awesome. You know, it's a couple of things I want to point out uh, just from that. It's very powerful. One, I didn't know that you didn't have a corporate job, so that's even more, you know, inspiring and um Pretty, you know, pretty awesome what you've been able to accomplish. Number two, 
you said it's important to know what you want from your business, and I think that's worth repeating. Um, you know, for those of you that's listening, I do a ton. We do a lot of uh, wholesaling, uh, but we have started holding onto properties for cash flow because I love cash flow as well over the last few years. But like you said, you have to know exactly what you want out of your business and focus on that um, instead of trying to, like, you know, wholesale, flip at the same time, buy notes, you know, just figure out what you want and focus on that. So I, I think that was really good. Now, another thing that I want to ask you, let's talk about marketing. Let's talk about lead generation because I know you're really good at that. I absolutely love marketing. Obviously, marketing is the lifeblood of not just our business but any business. Uh, so let's talk about Investor Carrot. Let's talk about your websites and online online lead generation. How did that come about? Yeah, so so when I was so – I, I live in Oregon, uh, for all of you who uh, kind of put some geography to this. I grew up in, in southern Oregon. <laughs> uh, with my wife and I, we moved to Portland. That's when I gave myself that year to figure things out. And when I was up in Portland, um, at that time, I, I thought I wanted to, to wholesale houses, flip houses. This was – right around 2006, you know, when the market was still, like anyone could, could get a house listed on the market and make some money, uh, basically. And um, so I went and created my own website, and I didn't really have a budget to go hire someone, uh, so I started Googling around and spent dozens and dozens and dozens of hours, uh, you know, trying to learn how to hack together some HTML code and put a website up and how to work with hosts and servers and, and all that kind of stuff. So I put a website up, and it didn't look pretty, um, and it was up there. I'm like, okay, so how do I actually get people to this? And so I just kind of threw this this necessity of my own and not having a resource that was good that made it easy for me or people that I could reach out to that have done it before. Um, I was trying to figure it out. Okay, I got a website up, and it's got some words on it, and how do I get people there? And uh, kind of learned right. the power at that time of Craigslist, and Craigslist still works very well today if you use it right. Um, I found out the power of search engine optimization. And I ended up getting that website ranking pretty well for some phrases that, were, that motivated sellers in, in the Portland market were typing in. And I started seeing some people calling me and leads coming in. And um, it was around that time that I realized, man, this is pretty cool. This internet, internet stuff is cool. And uh, the way that I survived that first year, because I wasn't doing real estate deals, I just couldn't figure that part out. And I think a lot of it was in my core. I didn't want to flip homes. I knew that. Um, but mm-hmm. I thought that I had to have I had to have some active income to pay my bills. Um, I found the Internet works to generate leads. I started doing some marketing consulting, helping other people uh, get their websites to rank better because I figured, hey, I did it with mine. Why can't I do it with these ones? And um, <laughs> that's, that's how it all started. I mean, that's how it all started was learning, you know, 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008, how to get something online, how to get it uh, ranked well so people found my site not only when they found the site, but that's a whole different story. How do you, how do you actually get someone who lands on your site to convert as a lead? Because that's, right. that's a whole other thing. You could have a website that's generating more traffic than anyone, but if you don't know how to structure the website and have the right words on there and the things in the right places and the right order and the right sizes and all kinds of different things, if you don't have them there, you're not going to be able to convert that lead as well as you could. And um, that's that's kind of what... I've focused all of my businesses on the last however many years that is, six, seven, eight years, uh, generating <laughs> leads online and being able to, to rank uh, websites well in Google and get them to convert well. Awesome. And and, and like I said, I've, I'm really big on marketing myself. I've, I've spent countless you know, hours you know, in the last 
couple of years, so learning SEO and video marketing, all that kind of stuff. And we had a few sites up that generated a few leads here and there, which was great because, you know, the return on investment was outrageous, especially if we converted those leads. But yeah. I got to a point to, you know, as our business was growing, I really didn't want to have to deal with that and handle that. And I wanted, you know, better-looking sites. And I actually learned about uh, your websites, you know, Investor Care, through Sharon. <laughs> and cool. she was like, Lo, I think you need to take a, take a look at Trevor's, you know, product and what he has. So when I really took time to go through what you, you know, what she was offering, I said, this is it. I said, I, you know, I'm out of it. I said, I'm going to uh, invest, fully invest, because, you know, I understand the power of being visible online and uh, even more powerful with being uh, on page one for certain keywords, keyword phrases for our business and how much, you know, leads that that can draw in. I understood that. But I also understood the work. And a lot of, you know, with your sites and with your services, you know, a lot of things are done. You know, you have to do some things, but you can also outsource some things. And that's another thing I want to talk about because some people think that they could just put up websites and it'll they expect for it to be on page one. But talk a little bit about, you know, SEO content, certain things that have to be done on the back end on a monthly basis to, to get you on page one and to keep you there. Yeah, totally. So I want to I want to bring up one of the things that you mentioned with with really recognizing at that point when you made that mental shift. You said, "Okay, I found something that's going to make my life easier, and now I don't yeah. have to do all these things because because that's just not something that you're good at. You haven't you haven't spent the time to to learn it. You're not passionate about it. Probably there's no reason to be an expert at being an online marketer or building websites or conversion if that's not in your wheelhouse and. Um, I've mentioned this quote lots of times, and I think it's insanely relevant to this right here, um, is, is I was listening to a podcast about a year ago, and this guy was talking about um, this, this, this uh, newspaper writer, this magazine writer was interviewing Oprah, Winf- uh, Oprah Winfrey, and they asked her, you know, Oprah, what is the one thing that you attribute to your success? And uh, and I myself was was getting ready. I was getting getting a pencil ready, you know, to write this thing down because I was I was picturing, you know, this this certain skill or this or that or getting this break and how to how to position myself and to to meet the right people. And she said this really really simple thing that really hit me, and I want everyone to write this down and really think about it. She said uh, the thing that attribute that I attribute my success to is staying in my own lane, uh, yeah. staying in her own lane. You know, she knows exactly what she's great at. She knows exactly what she's not good at. And that, for me, was what really shifted it with Carrot is I stopped hacking away at my own websites and I found a great web developer who now is partners with me in this company and, and does everything there. And I could really grow my company. That's why we built Carrot for, for you guys as well. So you can just focus on the stuff you love to do in your business and not, not have to be a techie, not have to worry about conversion rates or how to increase the conversion on your website, uh, not not how to be a search engine marketing expert, but you or someone has to just follow some directions and, and do some things. So kind of behind the scenes, Lo, uh, for, for those of you who have a website out there, it could be for motivated sellers, it could be for cash buyers, it could be um, rent-to-own tenants, I mean, there's you know, note buyers, note sellers, things like that. Uh, there's these foundational elements that you need to have on your website that work behind the scenes to make it work to get them to rank well. And uh, I'm just going to oversimplify it for the sake of I don't have a visual to show people, of course, and just to make it really simple. 
Uh, we do have some blog posts and things like that that people can read to break it down simpler. But um, basically, on the start, you need to have a really good foundation built into your website. I'm talking the code in your website needs to be clean. It needs to load fast. Uh, your website and your pages need to be structured in a very, very usable and logical way so the reader can easily find the information. Google likes that kind of stuff. Um, your website needs to be structured with really good content. And not just like one page of content and that's it. Uh, the way that Google is moving is they're, they're moving more and more toward websites with robust, great content. And ideally content that's updated often. Um, so your content needs to talk to your prospect and try to deliver them you know, the solution to, to their problem. And, and ideally mention in it keyword phrases that that person might go to Google to type in. You know, so if you're a seller, what might you type into Google if you're looking to sell your house that you just inherited? Uh, I might go to Google and type, sell my inherited house Houston, if I'm in Houston. Or I might, uh, if, I, if I'm looking to sell a house that's in probate, I might go to Google and type up, how to sell a house in probate in Oregon. You want to make sure that the content on your pages and the way that those pages are structured uh, with what's called a title tag and other things in there, uh, that Google can recognize that that page is about that content. So anyway, that's really oversimplifying it. And there's some things that we showed on our, on our training calls and things like that that we've already built into Carrot to make it easier for people. But you've got to have a really good foundation on the technology side and the content side to rank well. Absolutely. And I can definitely piggyback. Um, I think once it's once a week, you know, once you become a you know investor carrot member and um get your sites, you uh, you give a weekly mastermind call going over different strategies and tips from other um members that have had success with their rankings and leads and it's really, really good. So I, I just wanted to point that cool. out. You know, you share a lot of really good information, content, and uh, just overall very helpful, as, as well as you know, a few of your team that I've been able to talk to and work with as well. Awesome. And and on that look, kind of going back to the Oprah quote, uh, saying in your own lane, that this is something I really want people to take away from this because um, <laughs> we people join Investor Care because of the websites, because you know of the the easier tools to rank well because our websites convert because they're easy to use. Um, our members are generating over 10,000 leads a month right now through our system. That's why people join. But the funny thing is, though, people stay because of all the stuff that you just mentioned. You know, it obviously works, but they yeah. stay because of the support. They stay because of our 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 big time lean and, and commitment to um, not just helping with leads, but I, I'm crazy passionate about entrepreneurs in general and mindset and. Um, and that for me is staying in my own lane. Uh, that's one thing in my company that I get so jazzed up about our weekly mastermind calls every single week. It's always a highlight in my week. I love doing that kind of stuff. So I've I've made sure that I build in more and more things into the company that, that I love to do. Um, and that's that's one of them is, is those mastermind calls that we do with you guys. Fantastic. Um, is there anything else that you want to share about Investicare? or uh, with the audience concerning, you know, maybe some of the things that you saw worked really well uh, from 2014 coming into 2015 as far as, as the websites and just being online goes? Yeah, totally. So, so 2015, uh, 2014, uh, for those of you who, who aren't familiar with, with Investor Carrot, uh, that was our first full year in, in business with this company. Um, 
And it's pretty cool. So it's when we went to look at the stats for 2014, this was a couple of weeks ago, we were looking at the stats for 2014, and we pulled up our Google Analytics account, which shows all the stats that our members' you know, websites generated. Uh, it was just shy of a million visitors to their websites in 2014. Um, wow. Over 10, yeah, over 10,000 opt-in leads per month. That doesn't even include the phone calls because we can't track phone calls. So um, that's sure. probably another five to, five to 8,000 phone call leads. Um, so we're talking between you know, 14 and 18,000 leads per month our members are generating through the system right now. And we started to dig in and look at what was really working for people last year. Because that's, that's a lot of leads, it's a lot of traffic, what was working for people. And there are a few things that are working really, really well for people. And when, when we look at the people who are, who are following the fundamentals, they're not making a whole lot of tweaks to their care site. They're just making some tweaks to build credibility on the website. Because credibility, obviously, is, is a, a, a big thing. Um, yeah. And there's ways... Even if you're a new investor, guys and gals, if you've never done a deal or you've just done one or two, and you've got that kind of limiting belief in your mind that, that you can't be credible um, on your website because you don't have that, you're, you haven't done 100 deals, uh, there's ways that you can build really, really great character-based credibility. Uh, credibility about you as a person on your website and, and really make the connection with people. But back, back on track here. So the things that were working really well, other than just the standard... Uh, using our platform to rank well in Google for phrases like "sell my house fast Houston" or "we buy houses Houston" or you know "we buy houses Baltimore" or Birmingham or any of those other markets that that our members are ranking number one in. Um, this one strategy we call it the LoopNet strategy because that's kind of where I I learned the strategy. I, we borrowed it from them from the the, the big website LoopNet.com for listing commercial properties. Uh, anytime. I go to Google and type up like investment properties in, then enter any city in the country, and you're probably going to see mm -hmm. LoopNet.com somewhere on the on the first page in Google. And most of the time, it's like number one or number two in Google for investment properties in Portland, you know, investment properties in Knoxville, investment properties in Kenosha, whatever. And we started to look at that and go, so what's you know what's happening? How are they ranking number one or number two, or at least on page one for almost every single city across the country for investment properties, and what are they doing? And we deconstructed this about two years ago before we even uh, launched Investor Carrot officially. And um, what they were doing is they were creating mm -hmm. city-specific city specific pages. So for mm -hmm. each, each city that, they're, that, they have a, that they're listing properties in, they have a darn page specific to that city. And most of the time, the content on the page is about 40% the same across all those pages. The only difference, of course, was they swapped out the city name and then they had a different they had different properties, of course, on there, so properties for that area. So we started sure. replicating. And our members, once we're getting most leads right now, some of them, 40 to 60% of their leads are coming from their city-specific pages, not their homepage. Um, wow. A great, yeah, a great example of this. If, you're, if you guys are in front of your computer right now, go to Google and type, uh, we buy houses Bakersfield or we buy houses Bakersfield CA. Um, or and there's hundreds of other phrases. We buy houses while missing. It's a small town in, in Pennsylvania. Um, or sell my house fast while missing. Uh, what we're going to find is you're going to find carrot members who are ranking number one for those phrases. But it's not their home page. It's their page for Bakersfield that's ranking number one. And I talked to uh, to Josh, the the member who owns that website yesterday. Actually, we filmed a, a case study column. 
and um, they just locked up another deal from that Bakersfield page because someone in Bakersfield went to Google and typed sell my house fast in Bakersfield and the Bakersfield page popped up and they opted into the Bakersfield page and they, they ended up closing the deal with them. So that's, that's one, guys, is don't pigeonhole, don't pigeonhole yourself into just trying to make your homepage do all the heavy lifting. Um, oh, and with Investigator, yeah, with, oh, sorry about that. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I'm, I'm actually here in front of my laptop, and I did key in. Uh, I went to Google and typed in, we buy houses Bakersfield, and I do see um, uh, your character. Uh, I think his name is Adam. He's he's one of your members, <laughs> so I do see. Yeah, Adam, Adam and Josh. They're two. Yeah, they're two brothers. They're they're in their early twenties, and they did twenty deals last year. It's amazing. Wow, that wow, that is fantastic. That's cool. That's so that, that's, that's tip number one. I'm going to give one more tip for people that worked really really Absolutely. well for last year. Um, yes. And so first of all, there's the the city specific pages one. Uh, the next thing that we found that's working really well, it's kind of it's kind of a very, very similar strategy, but it's it's moving more and more toward what Google is giving us indications that it wants. And uh, one of the indications is content. You know, Google is, is really starting to hedge toward websites that have robust content, that seem like they're authorities on the market, that have more pages than fewer pages, um, and other factors as well. So we started... Um, writing articles back in the start of last year and we ended up developing that into our content pro plan. And basically, there's a lot of other phrases that your motivated sellers or cash buyers or rent-to-own tenants are going to be typing into Google to find uh, a solution to their problem. And let's say you're a motivated seller but you didn't type sell my house fast in Houston. Um, instead, you are going through a divorce and you typed how to sell my house during a divorce in Houston. Or you just type how to sell my house during a divorce, and Google recognizes that you typed that from Houston. And on your uh-huh. website, you have a blog. You have a blog post on your website that's called "How to Sell My House During a Divorce in Houston." <laughs> and what right. we're finding is when you write this content, uh, which the, the technical term for that type of content, kind of the fancy techie term, is long tail keywords, long tail content. Yes. And all that means is you're writing articles or content on um, a search phrase that is one that is a longer phrase. It's something that isn't going to get searched a ton of times. Uh, you know that phrase is going to get searched a heck of a lot less than we buy houses Houston or sell my house fast Houston. But there's people typing it, and uh, some of these these members of ours. There's one up in in Chicago as, as an example that uh, he's got a website up. And he used some of those articles that are in the Content Pro. That uh, he clicked a button and had them published, you know, from our system, and our system automatically customized it for Chicago. And if you type in "sell inherited house fast Chicago," or I think it's "sell inherited house Chicago," maybe both of them, uh, he's ranking. I think number one or number two, or at least on page one. If you type "sell sell my inherited house Detroit," or variations of that. Um, our another carrot members uh, website is all over page one. I think it's estatehomeoptions.com. He's on there like three or four times, and it's all because of those blog posts. It's because they're putting up content consistently, and we just have found a better way to automate that through through Investor Carrot. Absolutely fantastic, and I'm so glad that you you, you talked about that. I've, I've talked about it before, as far as like long tail keywords, because you're right. You know, it doesn't get as much traffic as the you know the Weba houses, but um, 
you know, when you when you put those long tail keyword phrases in your headings or do blog posts, you can rank for those, you know, fairly quicker as well if you're doing it right, or if you allow, you know, additional services that you guys provide uh, for your website uh, to rank quicker. And there are people that are keying in those phrases to sell homes. So mm-hmm. I, I think um, you know that's important to share. Again, you're exactly right. And, and one thing I want to clarify on that too, because because some people may be thinking about this going, well, shoot, you know, if there's only ten people a month searching this phrase, why should I write a blog post about it or or, or whatever? And kind of what I like to equate it to is, yeah. So let's say let's say that we buy houses, Houston, and sell house fast, Houston. Those are the most searched phrases for most highly motivated sellers in that market. They get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of searches a month. And if you could rank number one there, I mean, you're set. You know, one of our investor care members ranked rank number two there right now, and he's getting a good stream of leads. I emailed him yesterday. His name is Guillermo. I said, dude, how are you doing? Because we looked in the back end and saw some leads come in and said, how, what's the quality of the leads like? And he's closed four deals this month from, from ranking really, really well in the Houston market. And that's great. If you can get there, that's great. It's going to be harder to get there. But on the flip side of that is if you're putting up a, a weekly blog post and each one of those weekly blog posts is specifically geared for a phrase that a seller might type in. Let's say, think of what a seller who's going through divorce might go to Google and, and, and search. Think of a seller who, who inherited a house. What are they going to go, go to Google and search? Think of a seller who's moving, relocating. What are they going to go to Google, Google to search? Um, and, and write those, those phrases down on what you would search. Put your city name at, at the end of it. Write a blog post a week. After 52 weeks, if you do one a week for a year low, that's 52 extra pages up online. Let's say that each one of those only got 10 searches a month versus the 400 a month that Sell My House Fast Houston might get or whatever the number is. 10 times 52 is a lot. That's 520 searches a month, right? Yes. And if you're, able, if you're able to rank in the top two or three or something like that for, let's say, just a third of those, those blog posts, your your traffic is going to start going up quite a bit. So the way that we like to look at content marketing, it's not a one-and-done thing. It's not post one blog post and it's going to change your world. It's more being consistent with it and stacking this content piece or this blog post that's specifically geared for this one phrase that a seller might ter- search. Stack that, and then the next week you're stacking another one. The next week you're stacking another one. And over over time, you've got all these other pages that are now assets for you that can bring in traffic. Um, and, and like I mentioned before, just kind of a little plug here that uh, we've got in Investor Care, we have what we call our Content Pro Plan, uh, where our team yes. writes the articles. Uh, we automatically gear it toward your city that you invest in. You can click a button and say, hey, I just want to schedule a post every week or once a month. Um, take this motivated seller content pack or this cash buyer content pack and post it on my website for my city. And uh, it's working really well for people. Fantastic. Excellent service. Um, it, you know, it, it takes it takes it away again. Stay in your lane. So <laughs> for those of you that are listening, <laughs> you have no clue about marketing, stay in your lane and, and focus on other things in your business and outsource this because, you know, Trevor, he knows what he's doing, him and his team, they know what they're doing. They're getting a ton of results. You know, we're happy with them. And I just, you know, def- definitely want to encourage that. But uh, Trevor, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your time. You shared a, a wealth of uh, information. And I, I do have something uh, special for you guys. If you head over to reihowtos.com, that's the blog post, forward slash 
RE websites, you'll be able to see um, a demo and more about Invested Carrot and what Trevor has to offer. Um, I'll have something special for you guys that, that take action and go ahead and uh, invest. So make sure you do that. I'll make sure and have the link in, in the description of this episode. But Trevor, thank you again. Is there anything else or any other last words that you'd like to share? Yeah, well, I think you being an investor care member yourself and, and, and showing up some of our mastermind calls, I know I, you've probably kind of got the vibe that, like I said, I'm really passionate about entrepreneurs. And yeah, I, I love real estate. I love the Internet as a tool to grow a business, but I'm not passionate about either one. Um, I'm really passionate about entrepreneurs and helping entrepreneurs do more of what makes your heart sing. Because the more you can do what makes your heart sing, what really makes you happy and fulfilled, the more that your work, your big company you're creating, the more that that work is going to fulfill you and it's going to create this ripple effect in your family and your community. So what I would really encourage everyone to do is no matter if you're going to use the Internet or not to grow your real estate business, if you're just going to use direct mail, awesome. Whatever you do, really heed Oprah's advice that would take it to your core. If you can take one thing away from this call, take Oprah's advice um, away from this call. Stay in your own lane. Find what things you that just excite you. What part of this business excites you? Do you love negotiating? Do you love going and walking houses? Do you love making offers? Do you love the analysis side of it? Maybe you love the online marketing side of it. Figure out what parts that really excite you and energize you and do more of that. Try to find more time in your schedule to do that and find ways, find tools, find services, find people to help make the other parts in your life easier um, or to totally take those tasks off your list altogether. And if the website side of things is not one of the things you love to do, if generating leads online is not one of the things you love to do, uh, that's where we step in and we can help take, take the technology issues off your hands so you can do more of what makes your heart sing. So uh, I really appreciate you, Lo, and um, I, I'm, I'm honored to be on your show, and I really appreciate you being flexible, and, and uh, I'm happy we were able to get it done. Absolutely. You're more than welcome. Thank you again, Trevor. really enjoyed it. And everyone, as always, take action. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.